Welcome to the Sage Advice Podcast, transforming the way people think and work so their organizations can thrive. Well, hi, everyone, and welcome to our podcast. I'm Ed Kless, and with me today is Ford Baker. Ford is the founder and CEO of Bakotech, a CPA workflow platform that was created out of his 35 years of public accounting experience including the last 21 years operating his own firm named the Baco Group. In 2012, Ford came up with the idea for what is now known as Bacotech, a unique platform that delivers a CPA a living trial balance for every client of the firm through a single login. A trial balance you can interact with now to work on this year's accounting and taxes this year. Welcome to the Sage Advice Podcast, Ford Baker. Thanks so much, Ed. Well, first off, Ford, why do you do what you do? Why are you an accountant? Well, at Bagel Tech, what we why we do this is we we want to end busy season for accountants, and that's that's a tough ask. Busy season is hard on accountants for a couple of reasons. It's tough on us mentally because of all the stress. It's tough on us physically because of the sedentary lifestyle that we lead. We end up with a a lot of issues that come with weight. I used to weigh 400 pounds, but I made changes in my life. And because I made those changes, I ate better, I exercised, I lost a lot of weight. And then I was able to do things that I never thought was possible before, like riding a bicycle from Canada to Mexico down the Pacific Coast Highway. And at that same time frame, when I was making the changes in my exercise and eating routine, I also made changes in the practice. I said, you know, I got rid of all my dead weight clients. I got rid of all my dead weight um, employees. I got rid of, I, I focused on one thing. I was going to do business tax returns and their owners. And that was going to be the primary thing that I worked with. I was going to, I was simplified billing. I just, you know, I kept, went with flat fee billing. I do bills once a year, everything. And I adopted a touch it once philosophy. I'm going to, I'm going to get this thing and get it out the door. No more extensions, touch it once. But I ran into a problem with that last piece. Everything else worked great except for that last piece. And the problem was all based on our workflow. And our workflow, CPAs live off of what did we do last year? And we do that that every year. But And that's a great thing if what we did last year works. But what we did last year didn't work. It was terrible. In fact, kind of repeating the same thing over and over again, expecting different results, that's the definition of insanity. How insane are accountants that we do the same thing over and over, expecting the results to be terrible because they always have been, but we still are in that routine. We had to do something to fix that workflow. And the reason it's broke is because what we did last year is different for every client. We really don't have a workflow. And so we had to, I had to standardize something. I had to come up with an idea that we could actually address this with a standard workflow. And that's what Baco Tech did. And in so doing, it uncovered the core problem, the one problem with busy season that makes busy season busy. And we fixed it. Well, let's talk about that a little bit. So why, why is busy season such a problem? Well, you know, obviously, if this was our task, our goal, then we had to figure out why is busy season busy. And we started, you know, with Google searches and asking accountants. And we found a million different reasons, but they fit into five categories. And far and away, the biggest group was client issues. Um, the next big group would be things related to the calendar, time compression, and everybody has the same deadlines, that, that class of issues. And then we had three that were in no particular order. There, there was no common format. There's no common delivery method or place to centralization of data and redundancy. 
And whenever I heard the people talk about it, and when the CPA would tell me, if he were going to say they're going to do it, they would repeat one word in the middle, was in the middle of every one of those issues. And it was balances. If I was a CPA and I said redundancy is the problem, I'd say, well, the balances I had at June 30th don't have anything to do with the balances at December 31st. So the work I do on an estimate at June 30th, I have to repeat on the December 31st balances to get it into the tax return and update those balances. So I just told you the description, I used the word balance five times. If I hired an industrial engineer to listen to our five problems and he heard the word balance 25 times in there, he would immediately hear, well, that's the problem. And the funny thing about that is that we don't. I will tell a CPA, these are the five big issues and I'll use balances 25 times and we have batted a thousand. Nobody has heard the word we said the most was balances. Nobody hears it. But if it really is true, if whatever's in the middle of all of your problems, that's got to be the problem, but we can't work without balances. That doesn't make sense. How would we actually do this job without balances? But why do we depend on these balances so much? Because what we know about balances is this. One, we, we don't know when we're going to get them. We don't know what format we're going to get them in. We don't know how we're going to get them. And we also don't even know if they're going to be accurate. The only consistent thing that balances can give us every single time we get them without fail is that balances alone are not enough. They're always incomplete. We have to have underlying transactions to do a statement of cash flows, to update depreciation schedules, to do the integral parts of the job. In fact, if I just threw you all the transactions, you could do the job because it would be complete. You can calculate the balance with all the transactions. So that alone would be more complete, but we don't want all the transactions. Imagine what a mess that would be coming in at the end of the year. That would be a, that'd be a huge headache. But that's where Bacotech steps in. It gathers the transactions and creates those a living trial balance that's different than the static trial balance you get now that you copy and replace place into the workflow and have to update all the time. This is a um, this is a a real time trial balance, a real time living trial balance that you can react with. And so, if we go back and look at that redundancy issue, and we talk about the balances at June thirtieth not having anything to do with the balances at December thirty first. Well, all the transactions that make up the balances at December, at June 30th are in the transactions at December 31st. So if I make adjustments in that workflow, I'm making the adjustments in the workflow there too. And so all of the things I told you we don't know about balances, Baco Tech fixes, right? We get the transactions every night. We control the format. And guess what? Debits on the left, credits on the right. It's actually pretty simple to get it all together. And we, we, so we address that. We can learn things from the balances. We integrate it all into one workflow, but we can start to learn things from the transactions themselves. Transactions can be um, smart. They can notify us that we need to update a depreciation schedule. They can be taught. We can reverse something for tax purposes. We can say, remember to reverse it next time and the computer will do it automatically. Just like a transaction that comes from the bank the staples always goes in office expense. We can teach those transactions thing and they're easy to create. So from this login, we can actually post transactions back to QuickBooks, post transactions back to Sage, post transactions back to Core Accounting, or hand them to an accountant that can post them directly from the platform that allows them to do it. As long as they have an API, we can work from this login and do that. We can post depreciation updates directly into the tax return software. We can push all of the information straight into the software with an API. 
So one platform, I can actually do it all. And we've done it in a really unique manner because we create this place where accountants can go and see a lot of information, but they can do things, right? This is, this is not like a dashboard that's a thermometer on the wall. This is a thermostat. This is a command center. So you're actually able to control things. We try to draw people to come in there. So we're building a benchmark center. We automate the delivery of financial statements to clients that have drill down detail, able to look across multiple entities at, with one login because we have all of the transactions and they're simple to deal with there. There's no calculations going on. So I'm delivering consolidated financials every single day, updated. I'm trying to get the controllers to use this command center as well. So we're all drawing into that same place. I know what their tax rate was. I know how much taxes they paid. I am making real-time adjustments to taxable income so I can annualize it. And you can see what your taxable income is. I can work with clients here right now, today on this year's accounting, this year, we're doing it all the time. So that's, that's how we do it. And that's what we mean when we say we speak accounting. All right. Well, we have an exit question for it that we ask all of our guests, and that is, who is a hero of yours and why are they a hero? Well, I obviously, uh, one thing that's different about me than a lot of accountants is that I obviously like change. In fact, I, I'm not extremely compliant, which makes it kind of weird that I ended up in tax compliance, but doing the same thing over and over again, I'm probably making something that I'll never be able to do, right? There, there will be other people that will be far better at this task than I will be. I kind of like those challenges taking on the saying I was going to ride from Canada to Mexico really um, intrigued me. So I'm inspired a lot by or uh, uh, heroes of mine are people that have taken on something, uh, had change and, and done something that the world might describe as impossible. And to me, um, I'm going to get choked up at there. My parents, um, they were, my dad came from a background that you wouldn't want to, I'm sorry. Um, he, his background was so terrible. He was the fifth of nine kids. Um, the six boys were taken um, from the one bedroom apartment that they lived in with his mother um, and put into an orphanage. He uh, ran away from that, ended up in the military. We don't actually have a background for what his, uh, him being in the military. When he passed, there was no military funeral or any benefits like that because he was it should have been in high school he wasn't old enough to be there um he gets out about the time he should have been in high school starts swinging a hammer working a shovel um had a terrible stutter um and that's the point where he meets my mom and my mom comes from a broken background as well she uh abusive father and you know so this is the recipe for reality tv right there's going to be a train wreck that comes out of this and other than me it just didn't happen but there was this uh I'm kidding, but there's a, it was, there was, there was a lot to overcome, but my mom started change early. She was a straight A student all the way through high school. Golly Moses. Um, she was a straight A student all the way through high school, except for one the only time she didn't make an A was a C in swimming. I've seen my mom swim. So that was definitely on a curve, but, um, but she went on to WVU. She gets up at Duke hospital. That's where she meets my dad in North Carolina. Um, my dad, they get married. He comes home one day. He's quit his job. He's obtained his GED. They buy Newell Street across the street. Uh, they buy all the property around Newell Street across the street from Duke Hospital and build houses that are still standing there today to put my dad through North Carolina State. He graduates with a degree in civil engineering, comes to Texas and um, starts a construction company, 
he builds uh, Griffin Square in downtown Dallas. He builds All Saints Catholic Church in Richardson, um, lots of Louisville High School and Texas Women's University up in, in the Denton area. He's impacting where people where people work, where people worship, where people learn, and making this lasting impact. Meanwhile, my mom was there for us all the way through the years. We got three kids, all went to school, all graduated. Both my sisters have advanced degrees. I'm a CPA. There was plenty to say, you can't do any of this. That's impossible. But they did such a better job than their parents did that I know I can never progress like they did anyway. I'm I'm sorry, but I, I, I can never make the advancements they did. They weren't perfect, but all I can hope is that I can t- step it forward. I have the positive impact on my kids, and that's, that's so those are my heroes. Great, great stuff. Thank you for sharing that, Ford. Uh, lastly, Ford, how, how can somebody get a hold of you? It's, uh, it's uh, info at Bacotech, Bacotech.com is the website, info at Bacotech. Um, if you're a CPA, there's a, kind of more information. Um, you can contact Caitlin or Will. Um, through there and they will um, bring into the Bacotech family and talk about what that process looks like this summer. All right. Ford Baker, founder and CEO of Bacotech. Thanks so much for being a guest on the Sage Advice podcast. Thank you. For more Sage Advice, visit and subscribe at sageadvicepodcast.com.